Hello and welcome back to the third episode of my podcast series Women in Religion, the Goddesses and the Ordinary Now, in the previous one, I've spoken about Sati and Parvati But in this one, I'm going to talk about Thopati And I'm really excited for this one, by the way Thopati is, in my opinion, one of the most powerful feminist characters ever portrayed in an epic She is an inspiration to so many. In fact, just keeping her in mind, so much has been written. There have been poems written about her, there have been novels written, and for very valid reason. I don't want to go too deep into how Dhrupadi was, you know, born and how she was an incarnation of another one. No, that, that that's too deep for me to delve into right now because... it would stray from what i want to highlight let's look at dropadi and her five husbands dropadi was severely criticized for agreeing to marry five brothers and it raises an important question why was she again the idea of choice and the right to make your own choice it comes in here once again and it was her choice she was humiliated she was called names in spite of being a queen she was never respected as one by so many around her and why many question her choice i think they forget the very idea behind the freedom to choose whenever there is a mention of dropadi in everybody there is a mention of the episode at the court where dropadi was forced into the court she was dragged in there now this is how the story goes yudhishthir was fond of gambling and he wants to bring a game of dice and he was losing terribly at it he had bet everything and he had lost everything and finally he bet his own wife a queen in fact forget the fact about dropadi forget that she is a queen for somebody so righteous somebody who said to be so righteous as you just was i am sorry to say but his actions were not once committed by righteous men and dropadi asks a very very important question when she was dragged in there and humiliated in front of everybody else did he bet her before he had bet himself or after because obviously if he had bet himself before then he had no right to stake her she asked for justice in front of everybody she asked the elders for justice who were mum they were quiet queen was humiliated in front of everybody else to the other ordered her to be disrobed and the robe you were symbol of honor of course they couldn't disrobe her because her sari became unending and hence she was not disrobed but the very fact that she never bowed down to them she never lost her dignity and she never even accepted the fact that she had lost her freedom 
while her husbands, who were supposedly supposed to protect her dignity and her honor, were quiet. She spoke in front of everybody and finally even Duryodhan again tried to humiliate her further. She took a vow and she cursed him of death by a broken thigh. And she made a vow never to tie her hair again till she washes it with Duryodhan's blood. A strong woman and a woman who stood for herself, who never accepted the fact that she was made a slave. She was a queen and she stood by that right. And not only a queen, but as a woman. I have, I'm yet to hear of a tale of such bravery in any other epic or in any other story for that matter because it's very rare to come by. And Draupadi remains an inspiration for that very reason. She never bowed down. She made a vow to avenge herself for the insults that she had to face. Where there was patriarchy, where husbands had ownership of their wives, she refuted all of it with one choice. All I need to explain the importance of choices the story of Draupadi. It's a tale which will remain immemorial and it is and it will continue to be so. Because in my opinion there are few tales which show such great strength portrayed by women. Very, very few. <laughs> in all honesty, I could go on to speak about Draupadi but let's move on to another character. Up until this point, I have spoken about feminism and strength and choice in a very, very positive sense with not many negative consequences, although in Draupadi's case, there were certain negative consequences attached to it, but majority of it was positive in the way you look at the story, the way I look at the story. But I want to take up another character, Surabhanaka. From Ramayana, the sister of Ravan. Now, she, I genuinely feel bad for this woman because demon is luxury aside. I genuinely believe that she was not of a bad heart. And coming from a very logical perspective and just analyzing the story as it is. I can say very confidently that there has been some injustice that has been done to her. She met both the brothers Ram and Lakshman in the forest and yes she was interested in Ram and she went and she proposed to Ram and of course Ram denied her saying that um, not only does he believe in having one wife but he, he was already married and yes. Uh, he denied her and then he and then she moves on to Lakshman and Lakshman could have denied her as well in a polite way but he chooses not to and he cuts off her nose you know harming and wounding her pride humiliating her and there's been a lot said about this a lot has been spoken about this 
did her appearance have anything to do with this was denying her saying no to her in a way that wounded her pride wounded her honor did it have anything to do with what she was rather than who she was the um the text also compares her to ram saying how she is not the most feminine not beautiful not attractive not so polite whereas ram is the complete opposite of her and it raises a question her story raises a very important question why do women why are women appreciated more for their beauty rather than for their wit or their soul or anything that is of more to depth is she the wrong one by proposing to both the brothers was she really a seductress was she or was she just a wrong woman who genuinely wanted something there is another way to look at this in layman's language she did make a move on both the brothers and she was rejected by both of them now another important question was she reprimanded because she was sure of what she wanted because she was sure of her sexual agency or autonomy and because she used it important questions to answer and very difficult to answer because i think a lot of this will depend on how you view it but yes it's unfair to say that she's the evil one it's completely unfair to say that she's the one who you know who she's the one who made a mistake by making a move on them because she never harmed them and she definitely did not um deserve having her nose cut for making an advance on them and that of course is my opinion but it's still important and very sensible to ask this question was she wrong or was she wronged with this point i want to bring this episode to a close and along with this episode my family discussion on women from hindu legends and stories Thank you so much for listening.